Yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up? What up? Hey. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Benny's crib. What up? Oh, uh, yeah, just leave your shoes over there. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. Does that sound cool? Yo. Yo, what up? Welcome to Benny's crib. Hey, you. Hey, beautiful. How how are you? How you doing? Because honestly, we're doing great over here. This is uh, Benny's crib. Uh, episode... Man, we might be on episode 28 now. The 26th episode of the podcast now. And this would be the fourth solo episode. Um, now that I really think about it, though, I did have Be All call in two episodes ago. So I don't know if that really constitutes for the term solo. And today, my good friend and Chicago hip-hop beast, Dr. Quinn will be calling in as well, so I guess it really ain't that solo dolo, it's more like we're not doing in-store visitations, we're doing, you know, curbside pickups, so to speak, but with, no, you know, we're keeping it digital instead. Um, I may have to be here, I wanted to yell into the microphone, like Robert, no, I was going to say Robert De Niro, shit, Robin Williams in Good Morning Vietnam when he yells, Good Morning Vietnam, really loud, but I was kind of worried it might be too intense, so I had to pivot, so, you know, hopefully that intro was smooth regardless, man... I just want to shout out a couple things that have been keeping me sane, keeping me happy during these weird uh, times. Uh, CBD is great. I have a CBD tincture. If I start overthinking about really anything, it could be uh, a number of, of reasons or lists. <laughs> and uh, you just do a half a tincture, full tincture, that CBD tincture, or a CBD dropper maybe. Sometimes you got to do two. Um, if it's, if it's, it's, you're having a really tough um, day or something, but, uh, straight up CBD is beautiful thing. Um, shout out cannabis always and shout out, uh, one of the sponsors fire on four for always being a great supplier of CBD. Um, I got to talk about walking too. I'm, I have the honor of living near the ocean. So I've been walking kind of near the ocean a little bit and that's just so beautiful. So, you know, with the sun being out, shout out nature and, and the air and just, you know, the sun for being natural healing elements of the mind. And, uh, what else did I have to talk about in terms of something that's been... Oh, yeah, yo. Checking on my people. Just checking on your people. Calling up, FaceTiming, shooting the shit, having a beer, having a maybe a toke, or just a great conversation with somebody. Um, keep it short, keep it sweet, keep, keep it you, or talk for a while, you know, baby. It's all, it's all good, it's all love. I've been enjoying talking to my people. And then the last thing I really want to talk about that's been helping keep my mind, go, my mind going is uh, just watching... In, uh, I don't want to say incredible, so I, I guess like more like captivating cinema because incredible is a, a more um i think that's like a weird word to say it's very very open word opinionated word but captivating i think you can kind of have it hold different kind of sides when it comes to that word and uh one movie in particular that's been really wrinkling my brain is the are the first two godfather films um i want to find that saga that has it cut chronologically because i heard it's tremendous and i know hbo put that out and just the story of uh the godfather when I'm watching it this time around, I almost pick up more themes than I did the first time. I think I really watched it when I was 18. So, you know, I had some awareness of cinema and storytelling and thematic um, narratives and things like that. But now at 26, almost, shout out my birthday tomorrow, um, I really, and I've gone through more life shit, so I really can have more of a broader, not broader, more of a mature, maybe, or just, you know, more wiser, whatever adjective um, is in that realm. Uh, appreciation of the storytelling of The Godfather because it's really, um, you know, not just a gangster film, it's a life film and betrayal and family and 
um, you know, heartbreak. And it's a really, you know, in my opinion, like most movies that revolve around violence and uh, heavy, you know, heavy mafia shit ends in a very sad way for the most part. So great movies. Um, yeah, so shout out all those things. Just take care of yourself. We're all in this together. And uh, shout out the Seagulls. This past week, in terms of art, has been bonkers in the best way possible. There have been so many albums and songs and just uh, exciting news um, pieces that have been occurring in the hip-hop and R&B worlds for me. And uh, let's talk about those now. Um, Smino dropped an EP, or an EP, excuse me, a whole mixtape um, out of the complete blue on, I want to say, Wednesday. I haven't fully run back the tape yet, but from what I've heard, I'm like, God damn, Smino doesn't miss. Smino really doesn't miss. You can hit it up on SoundCloud or SME Transfer, S-M-I Transfer. Um, I, of course, downloaded it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I love uh, downloading mixtapes like that. And, uh, you know, you put them on a CD. If you got a good sound system in your house or you got a good sound system in, the, in, in, in your car or your whip, you can, you know, pop that CD in, you know. It seems weird that I have to explain the concept of CDs, but legit. I was thinking about it. I was looking at my CD collection. And I'm like, jeez, I'm crow. That's just kind of fucked. Currently, <clears throat> shout out vinyl, I guess, for still being a powerful, huge physical medium. But for being real, CDs really aren't shit anymore. <clears throat> and it was weird. Like, I have a scissor. I have a scissors control on CD. And I'm like, this is so weird because that's a pretty popping album for the digital age. You know, it's scissors a debut. She's a huge vocalist in this current time. TDE, yada, yada, yada. But... Seeing a CD, I'm like, this already almost feels dated. This feels like a relic when I was looking at it. I'm like, this is a modern album. And since I'm holding it in CD form, and CD already is starting to feel more and more obsolete, it just was such a weird duality to have in my hands. But I still fucking love CDs, and I still love bumping. So when Smee put that mixtape up, I was like, yes, yo, I'm going to burn this on a uh, blank disc, pop it in the car, and, you know, uh, do some nice just solo dolo drives, bumping with the bass and treble up. You know, it's just tremendous. So shout out Smino, shout out Zero Fatigue, um, you know, just a, I think, you know, a modern hip-hop, I don't want to say like visionary, but visionary in the, in the making in, in a way, you know, that's a really big word, but to me, you can be a visionary um, if, if everything you kind of do for the most part is unique, and it's, you know, you're not copying off anybody else, and you're kind of just, you know, keep pushing your life forward, and you're not being, you know, a swaggerjack, or you're just being ingenuine, I think, you know, there's, 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 there's huge visionaries, visionaries, you know, like a Kanye West or something like that. But then there's even, I think, people who have, like, massive influence and might just spark interest in people and, and creativity and people that we don't even really know about. And I see people like Smino, and I bet he raises the competition up. I bet when people see Smino drop, Smino doesn't seem to give a fuck about anything but his his flow and his his camp. Not saying he's a hater. He promotes and shows love in, in all uh, sex of the game. Is that, is that a word? S-E-C-T-S? In all sections? Oh, maybe that's a short form of that. Well, cool. Shout out words. I'm a little high, so, so words always titillate my cerebellum. Anyway, you know, um, he's, he's mad loved in a lot of circles of the game right now. You know, he was huge. He was at he was on he was all over that last Dreamville album, you know, the, the, the influential one that had, you know, half the freaking game down in Atlanta recording, it felt like. But long story short, he still just puts on for himself and he's he's, he's not copying anybody, he's not imitating, he's not trying to hop on any waves, he's just being a smino. And I think, you know, that is really cool. And I think, you know, it makes other artists also want to do that. And there's to me, there's almost, not infinite, but there are so many artists out right now who are doing that. They're just being themselves. 
you know, and if they are taking styles in or inspirations in, they're showing homage, don't get me wrong, they're showing their love for the past, but, or, or, or could, could it be even the present, I guess, but to me, it's, you know, it's just such a cool time in hip-hop because there's a lot of motherfuckers in the underground or just, you know, even just more f from online camps who have found fame through Bandcamp and, um, you know, small touring circuits and independent releases, those kind of those kind of vibes. There's so many dope artists. One of those artists like that I want to talk about is uh, Uncle John. Uncle John just dropped an album this week called The Face of Jason. Yo, I spun that back again today. That shit is one of the hardest, grimiest tapes I heard all year. One of the, honestly, towards the end, there was some tracks I was like, oof, this shit is fucking butter. I think the track with Raheem Supreme, the closer, and shout out Raheem Supreme too, another dope artist um, that rocks with Uncle John. Um, they both have like impeccable chemistry when they work together, to be honest, for me. But that track was smooth. I mean, Fly Anakin's on this album. Jamonte's on this album. I think uh, Medhani's on this on this album. So, I mean, this is just stacked. And the production was, like I said, it was intimidating. It was uh, it was it was intense. It was smooth. It was all over the place, yo. Uh, and that's what a lot of awesome artists in the today are doing. Are just doing it their fucking way. We don't have to listen to what the radio would want to do. Listen to what the major channels of mainstream, you know, pop culture want us to do. We want to do what we want to do. So being yourself is the vibe. Being yourself is the theme, baby. Because another artist who's mad unique is Zero. Zero dropped an album today, too. Zero is... I think I got into Zero back in... Um... 2011. I know it was in high school because I remember I was ripping around, whipping around my town, and I hit this corner where the gas station was, and I had like the, this image of like me either talking to someone in the car about zero, or having zero play through the speakers, <clears throat> like the line like "I am not your brother." I think there's a song that came out that like around that time period that just captivated me, and ever since I was like, <clears throat> "This is a really unique artist. No one spits like this. I want to keep this person on my radar." And then if you fast forward to today, Zero just dropped, you know, one of the most anticipated albums of the spring. A lot of dope artists from the West Coast and just all sectors of the more underground scene, the more independent scene, <clears throat> pumping it up. So that's an incredible album to go check out as well. Uh, Al Davino dropped two producer tapes this week as well. Um, they're both on his band camp. Go support those. Run that shit up. He's, if you don't know Al Davino, yo. He's, uh, he's, he's, yeah, uh, it's just, it's different. Very, again, being yourself, yo. Just doing shit different on a rapping and produ produ producing side and a visual art. That, yeah, his, that, man, that man's paintings, yo. That man's paintings are uh, some real cool shit. Real cool vibes. Real cool uh, aesthetic. Again, no one's doing what Al Davino's doing. One huge one I have to talk about is the Quelle Chris and Chris Keys album. Dropped on, I believe, Mellow Music Group. Shout out Mellow Music Group. I, when I was walking across the water, <laughs> not across the water, along the water this morning, I played that album. Put me on the perfect vibe, the perfect mood right away. It just set me in a beautiful place, man. Yeah, it just was like sitting on the subtle cement wall on the East End Beach. And the waves were hitting. It's a little jetty. And I'm just sitting there watching the water and looking at the islands and just... Observing the infinite between all these spaces on the water and just the, the the mist it was it was it was it was transcendent to be honest and there was dogs running around man 
I wasn't even, I didn't, I was stone cold sober too. I was just chilled out. Being, I guess I, you know, music, when I, when I play music, I feel like I'm high, so, to be honest, I guess I wasn't sober, because the music had me in a different dimension, but that fucking album is, the production is so lush, and full, and welcoming, and it's, uh, structured in a really uniquely powerful way, the guest list is nuts, Homeboy Sandman, Earl Sweatshirt, Denmark Vesey, Joseph Chilliams, Pink Sifu, Tons of other names that I'm slipping on. Tons of artists that I got put onto for the first time because of how good that tape was. So, you know, damn. Just shout out all those albums. Oh, yeah, and the Cali Uchis also dropped an EP today. And Tom Mish also dropped, I think, an, an album today. So, so some less hip-hop vibes. More R&B and, you know, more um, rock and, um, you know, almost. I don't even know. It, like, it's just Tom Mish is just a smooth motherfucker, to be honest. Oh, I also got to talk about... um. Huge one was would be the uh, Earl and Maxo and Alchemist track. I think I mentioned a lot of the albums. Please go check all the albums that came out today because I want to talk about some songs now. But Quelle Chris, Chris Keys, Smino, Uncle John, <clears throat> Al Davino, Zero, Cali Uchis, Tom Mish, Tom's more after that. Yo, there's so much heat, good heat that dropped on this beautiful Friday. But Earl's new track, Earl Sweatshirt's new track with Maxo and Alchemist. Oh my God. <clears throat> that shit is gas packed to the to the tenth. It's just wild to see how a how many different styles and artists alchemists can fit tremendously with. It's always great to hear fresh Earl because no one has his pockets like that man does. He's just such a again being yourself, a really dope, unique artist. And Maxo was in that same category. Time was my favorite song, or at least I think the top song of last year. That was so good. I mean, Maxo to me is incredible. So seeing that trilogy of artists on there was beautiful. TDE has been dropping heat all week too. Please go boost that Ab Soul. That shit is, I just love hearing fresh Ab Soul too. And that was a, I think that was a great um, <clears throat> production choice for him. JPEG Mafia also dropped the track this week. You got to run that, please. I mean, it's JPEGy. You always play JPEG Mafia. And then another one I really want to um, talk about is Travis Scott and Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's real name is Scott. Travis Scott named himself Travis Scott because how much he loved Kid Cudi, I believe. Check me on that. If I'm wrong, hit me up. But now they're in like a duo together called The Scots. And they dropped an album, or two, excuse me, they dropped a song. They dropped one song last night on Fortnite, I believe. I could be wrong about that too, which is fucking weird to see. And it's kind of cool. It's like mind-blowing to see like an artist debut shit within the world of a video game. Anyway, you know, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi, drop that. Uh, go peep that. I'm flipping, too. I should have mentioned the Kadeem, uh, the new Kadeem project. Kadeem is one of my favorite artists down in Massachusetts. I mean, the mass, the mass scene is so fucking impressive right now. The fact that both Kadeem and just Al Davino, another artist I previously mentioned, have dropped this week and are doing such unique things. I, th I believe Kadeem is a crucial part of Nightworks. If you don't know what Nightworks is and you're in the New England hip-hop scene, go. Go to the whatever the next one they're going to have is after all this shit down in Boston because Nightworks is one of the coolest hip-hop uh, collectives, I would say, you know, and, and just, you know, experiences in all of New England right now. So, honestly, looking at it, I think that's pretty much most of what I want to run back and talk about in terms of music for this week. Um... 
You know, again, shout out to that Quality Chris and Chris Keys album. Some beautiful music. Um, if you want three different and diverse projects that are still exemplifying some of the most amazing sounds of the modern hip-hop scene, go play the new Smino album, go play the new Uncle John album, and go play the new Zero album. If you're looking for some other cool vibes, Tom Mish, or Mish, I hope I'm saying that name right, very fun, funky rhythms, just please peep that if you need some positive energy, and uh, of course, Kelly Hugh, just one of the coolest, smoothest vocalists in the game right now, and then shout out motherfucking New England, Kadeem, better spin that too, uh, yeah, so now, I'm let's, uh, let's hit up Quinn, let's talk about some dope shit, alright? Yo, what up, yo? Not shit, not shit. Live right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, live is in terms of being recorded on a podcast, but not like live as in being streamed. So if you do fuck up, if we fuck up, we can run it back. You sound good. All love. So yeah, man. You know, the guys, Dr. Quinn, Don Briscoe, man. I hear, I hear a lot of the fact with my homie Benny P from, from the Von, dude. You're... You know what it is. Oof, what an introduction, man. Appreciate that, yo. How you, how you living in Chicago? Are you in Chicago right now? Yeah, I'm in Chicago right now. It's, it's all nice and all. The streets are clean, you know. With, you know, having things good to me. I don't know if there's any protests going on. I haven't taken the time to go outside, but things freaking God, like, uh, I haven't had to see any. I mean, I'm not going to go out there and fight these people and stuff, but, uh... Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to get, get sick, get sick. It's not my Ferrari, but, I mean, I wish y'all the best. Yeah, man, facts. Yeah, it's, it's a lot different up in here in Portland, because Portland's so small. I mean, it's like the biggest city in Maine, but it's small as shit. So, it's, like, so, like, quiet and dead here, man. It feels like, like, like a ghost town. There's, like, no presence of anything in the streets, really. Word. Bet, bet. I was um oh, I wanted to talk about today too um those fucking battles because we you and I chatted uh, a couple of days back about how good that Teddy Riley and Babyface battle was and I ran it back today and I was looking at like just like their production discographies it's absolutely yeah. mind blowing man. Wait, isn't it mind blowing? It's it's the they really are two of the pillars that probably shaped that what like would you say like you know mid eighties to early 2000s R&B, you know, wave that, you know, obviously fluctuated a lot sonically, but, you know, there was, you look at the artists, yo, like, it's, if you put them on paper in front of you, it's, it's, it's like, shit. I mean, we had, you know, Teddy Riley's time, we had Black Street, Guy, um, and I mean, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, a few names here, I'm just kind of like going off the top of the head. Yeah, know? dude, Mary J. Blige, I mean, Michael Jackson, had, Bobby had, Brown. Had, yeah. He also, what he also had, he had Bobby Brown, yep. on the side. Yeah, Michael Jackson, Jay Z, Heavy Bobby D. Brown, you know, Baby Face, he had himself, After Seven, Bobby Brown, um, Tony Braxton. Ooh. Um, Boys to Men. Who the hell else? Who the hell else? Um, um, yeah, I know I'm missing the call. I, I got that rap shit on my phone right now. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm no, yeah, I got some, yo, Whitney Houston, Boys yeah, to Men. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, what they've done. Like, I'm just up on that. So I'm like, I look at all the, I look at their track record. I'm like, yo, man, they, if they, the whole battle, they were just throwing haymakers. 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 Man, they were just throwing haymakers. Haymakers. It wasn't even like a regular fight. It was like two dudes just slugging at each other. <laughs> it was some fucking. It was being polite at the same time. Mm. Mm. 
Dude, I'm looking at Babyface right now. He's like Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah, right. That's crazy, man. Damn. TLC. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big guy fan because I love New Jack Swing. Like I, I really only know a couple big songs like with the titles, but just you know, you can put those fucking compilation albums on from back in the '90s and just get fucked up on a nice like summer day. It's it's a it's a great time, man. It's a great time. It is, man. It's a, man, that battle, you know, like, this, I don't care who much, it's the culture world, that was, it was a time, man, my mind, it, it, it like, right after all that battle, all right, y'all, y'all, this is, this, this whole shit's a time. Yeah. Because, like, y'all, 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 if it wasn't for y'all, there'd be no Pharrell, there'd be no Timberland, there'd be no, you know what I mean, a lot of producers right now, even, I was just talking about my homies, I'm like, yo, if it wasn't for me, there'd be no knowledge or quality. That could be, fa- I mean, you think about the way they did, they did shape sound, um, and the way they shaped everything in terms of, um, like, more slowed down, but still, you know, almost like, you know, cool R&B hip-hop shit in, in a way. It, no one else was really doing that back at the time. Nah, they weren't. Mm. No one was doing that back in the time. I mean, back in, back in the days in the early 90s, from the, from the late 80s to the um, early 2000s, like, you had your prominent producers and stuff, but, like, in the 90s, it was still like, too, but you, but you had them. It's like... Generate like a generation. Like they are a generation, you know. <coughs> That's what I would call them. Like like a generation of oh, R and B. Like, I was just like, yeah, they just brought the hits. Facts. And you can't even it's like whether whether you're a fan of R and B or not, you can't deny the hits they brought they brought to us. I mean, come on, uh No Diddy by Blackstreet. Oof. Two of the Diddy's by uh by Jay Z. Mm. Like That probably battle was my second favorite battle that I've seen. I mean, I kind of, or not even favorite, but maybe like, actually, I, I don't even want to call it the second biggest because it probably actually, I think it had more numbers than the Primo Rizzo one. But Primo Rizzo was like the penultimate hip hop legends one I've seen so far. And then, yeah. and then the one that we're mentioning, Riley versus um, Babyface, is definitely like the penultimate R and B one. But look, I want to talk about that Primo Rizzo one because if you look at those, those twenty tracks that they ran back at each other, yeah, man, that shit, man. that's. That's fucking I, I crazy. Know, I feel like there's times Primo was sandbagging it a little bit, man, because, like, 
Yeah, I mean, you look at... Dude, that's a good... Yeah, I mean, he played above the clouds, but he didn't play, like, full... Cl- I mean, honestly... Yeah, he didn't play full clouds. He didn't... Uh, what's, what's the number one? I wonder if he didn't play five real fast, and I'm going to get his Did he play Nas's like? Okay, there you go. Like... Oh, dude, I forget. Nas's like versus Verbal Intercourse. That's... Rebel Intercourse is one of my favorite RZA beats. That shit is stupid. Oh, yeah. That transition, right, probably like, what, like 30 seconds in when it just start, hits that fucking sample, whatever that whatever that note is. God damn, man. That's like, and then fucking that Nas verse is one of the best Nas verses ever. And then Primo's like, oh, okay, you want to play Nas, let me then flip that, and I'll play Nas's like. It's just like, fuck. Like, I felt like I was and like, I forgot about that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, Primo should have played. Uh, royalty. Game star with uh, KC and JoJo. Oh. That's how he didn't even play. That one or uh, the moment of truth. Ooh, moment of truth is one of. Above the clouds, he inspected deck. I'm like, no, he played above. You know, he played above the clouds. He did play that one. He did play above the clouds. I think that's the only gangster. Moment of truth and uh, and uh, royalty are the two. I'm like, yo, man. If you were to play those, you would have killed uh, Wizard automatically. Yeah, well, I'm going to run back some games. I mean, the timeless, some of the best tracks ever, for real. Like, some of the most timeless beats have come from. RZA 2, don't get me wrong. Like, RZA 2 for, like. But RZA, I think. But Primo has been, yeah, I agree. Primo has had a formula that was. I'm like, between Primo and RZA, RZA more versatile. But when it comes to a timeless sound, Primo was a dude that made a timeless sound. Yeah, it's, it's so tough because I feel like RZA, what, what RZA did from, let's say, 1990 to 95, he crafted a whole sound and a whole art of, uh, like, sampling and just mainstream accessibility for a new type of production that no one else had ever done. Like, I think 90 right. to 95, <laughs> one of the most influential ever, but Primo... From like late '80s to t- today, he was just on "Pray for Paris." Like he was just on West Side Damn Guns now. album. Never, never veered from it. Like he fucking always goes every decade, every year. You'll see Primo. So like, not that Rizzo ain't doing it too, but Primo is almost like getting better. So that's why I think Primo is like a little bit more like tighter in the cut. But Rizzo, you can't ever understate Rizzo. He's a legend too, right? Let's be honest. Like, come on, both legends. They're both winners in my book. I don't know what RZA did to play that really got on my nerves, man. I'm trying to think about that. Um, I was waiting for Richard Wars. Didn't we see? I was waiting for Triumph. Oh, bum, bum. He didn't play Triumph. I'm like, bro, he didn't play Triumph. That's kind of fucked if you think. That's like one of the hardest songs they ever dropped. Or, uh, um, um, what is it? Uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Let me see. Let me look at the Wu-Tang Forever real fast. Because if I'm going to have a trouble, I'm going to be, I'm mad he didn't even play nothing. I'm like, yo, that would have whooped him in a couple rounds. Like, Dude, really at least the, he did play Brooklyn Zoo. And Brooklyn Zoo, like, Brooklyn Zoo was a clear winner because it was against uh, Jerry the Damages, Come Clean. I love, like, Jerry the Damages. Don't get me wrong. Like, his, his, some of his 90s shit are classics. Like, Sunrises in the East oh, is a classic. Oh, shit. But, dog shit by uh, Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, I got you, I got you. But he played Brooklyn Zoo, though. Dog shit. The one with Old Dirty Bastard, uh, uh, what, what did he say? Um, uh, calling me a dog. Uh, yeah, he said calling me a dog. Uh, damn, I forgot what it was called. Uh, I, I forgot the line, man. It, it, yeah, it, it happens. People know the track. It'd be like that. It was ugly. Or, uh, it's yours. He's playing it's yours. Mmm. 
That yeah, that that that's on um Wu Tang Forever, right? That's a fucking great double album. One of the best double albums ever. I, I still say. Mm, it's up there for me. Yeah, I, I would. Agree. I, I fuck with that statement for sure. Let me see though. I'm trying to see other fucking dope Primo cuts because Primo has so much crazy shit. Oh man. Yeah, I remember you Dude, he didn't play everything I am, did he? That's one of his best beats, hands down. Everything I am, uh, the one that Kanye rapped over, was supposed to be for Common, I guess. It's the piano. It's so fucking good, man. Oh man, all right, I'm getting so lost, and uh, just my hip hop so much fun, man. Like, I, just talking to you right now, my man. Like, I, for, I forgot completely about. Um, this pandemic shit for a minute because I'm half still like jazzed up because of Teddy Riley and Babyface and now I'm just like deep in uh, Primo Discogs and you're like rattling off RZA beats and I'm just like this is tremendous man like that's just four artists too think about that man like think about how special this shit is at the end of the day you can get I get you can get, I get lost in this shit hands down when I just dive deep every time because this shit is timeless G. I think Swiss Beats and uh, Timberland have been like doing a great job uh, making these matchups Facts, yeah, yeah. I think the only one they, they, they lapsed on was like T Pain and uh, T Pain and Little John, because I ain't gonna lie. If there was anyone to go against Little John right now, it had to be Lex Luger. Lex Luger is so influential, too. Lex Luger did so much. Very influential. So much. Him and Walker. That, him and Walker were like two of the first to really like, if popularize that. We would not have the trap or the drill we have today. I've, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Hi hat. Like, I remember seeing, hearing those hi hats and like the like, combination of like almost like those hi hats with like heavy 808s for the first time. Man, oh, oh, man. Why? And I was like, shit, this shit's like really like different. And now that's what everything is like. A fucking Maroon 5 song will have that shit on it. It's like, what the fuck's happening, man? Like you, people forget about how, I mean, I'm, I remember when Chief, like when Chief Key first popped up and, and I heard that kind of like young, like young Chop's production, young Chop is so influential too. I, I think from like your, your area, I mean, I don't know how, like, cause you, you have like a backstory cause you're in Chicago and in Illinois. So you might have more like history of these artists. But to me, like sonically, I don't know if like Chop was like the first one, one of the first ones to do it out there in that drill scene, but I think he's a Midwest production. Like, uh, you gotta you gotta give him I a know, lot of props too. He's very influential, man. Like, because I mean, I feel like during that time when like you know drill and all that stuff was coming out, like I was like one of those boombap heads, you know, like I was like, oh, you know, fake versus the real. Yeah. You know, for a little while, and I was thinking like, you know, like I don't even think about who was one of their producers because you barely heard anything from like. Yeah, there's a huge difference. 
Huge. Now, that's a funny thing you say that because I was in the same situation over here in Maine, you know. I'm over here bumping atmosphere and like 90s hip hop. And I'm like, I need real rap and being so fucking like cliche and taboo. Like I go I go back and look at that self. I'm like, I want to smack him up. I'm like, but anyway, you know, you got to live in the present and realize, you know, like that's kind of how new hip hop will enter you at first. Like if it's a new sound, sometimes you like want to judge it. You'll be like, I don't fuck with this. Everything sounds the same. That's what a lot of like people like that I'll kind of show shit to will, will say too. And I'm like, no, like actually like with an open mind, peep this shit. Think about how different it is. And then, you know, it, you, don't, you don't always have to have your mind bended by like soliloquies of life and shit sometimes you just want to hear a different sound and i think that's why like this modern age is pretty dope because you have a huge diversity of that plus a whole bunch of motherfuckers killing shit because actually speaking speaking of that if we may segue um you've been telling me you got some pretty dope shit in the works my friend so do you want to speak on any of that in this current time oh man yeah so uh don briscoe i've uh, I, I really feel coming out in may uh, well, before I get into Don Briscoe, man, I'm going to make a huge announcement on the podcast for all those who are for uh, Gucci's God. So, mm. I, I was alluding to that project about a project that's coming out of Halloween. That was my five-year anniversary album. Hell yeah. Uh, five years of being Dr. Quinn. So, uh, like five years ago, 2015, I released a project under uh, uh, Reserve Records called The Goose. Mm. That's where I got my moniker from. Uh, Randy just came up with it. Honestly, Randy came up with the name. And the uh, funny story about that was... Um, when I make when I make my albums or, or any kind of music, I think of my co- I make a cover first. Like really, I I, make, I design. I'm a graphic designer, so I make my own covers. Art first. And I like so that. Like, way back when, you know, I was I used to I was talking to some chick on uh, Snapchat, and then um, I was like making a Joker face for me. I'm like, this is kind of like let me make my own shit. So I'll, so like if you look at the Gucci guys, he did that influence, and then she was like, what the hell was that? I was like, I don't know, the Gucci. The Gooch. It just stuck with me. I was like, I might as well just make that an EP. Mm. And I kind of like derived the design from uh, the chest, the chest higher cat from uh, Alice in Wonderland and Oogie Boogie from uh, from uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. You know, and you just thought about like something that was really dark and scary, you know, like Venom. Too. Yeah, it is a kind of you menacing know, kinda, like, figure. Those crazy ideas, and then that's kind of where the Gooch comes from. But this year was supposed to be the 50th anniversary. 50 year anniversary. Granted, uh, that, that EP came out in February. I was gonna, I'm gonna, re- I'm just gonna release this album in uh, on Halloween. Okay. But it fits the tone, but I am, pu- I am pushing that back until this coronavirus is done. So for everyone who's listening, Gucci God is not, Gucci God and God is everything is not coming out until like the coronavirus is done because I want you all to have an experience. Mm. I want to do some shows. I want everyone to have a deep, a dope experience with it. Mm. But I am still releasing music. You know, I feel it's not the right time to release that that certain album. But Don Briscoe was on the same level. You know, you're doing another version of Doctor Quinn. Like I got, like I've said, I've said this in several interviews or in several like occasions. Like I got like three different aliases. You know, like I'm obvi- my name is obviously Quinn, but Doctor Quinn, yes. You know, like I got Doctor Quinn. There's a fusion between the God Roach and Don Briscoe. Don Briscoe is more my Subconscious side, like those who know about the groups, you know, if you hear all my other raps, you know, I'm I'm very aggressive, very abrasive. Yeah, and I'm not super soft tone or Don Briscoe, but it's more so introspective in the sense of like knowing self. So you're getting bothered about personal life that I normally never give in any other any other projects that I do. Dope. So that's first al- that's the first alias Don Briscoe is kind of more like, in- like for lack of a better word, like the introspective side for the most part. Yeah. 
Yeah, more of a uh, self-conscious side of it. Some, you know, like, I got you. I think there's a difference between conscious rap and self-conscious rap. Like, mm. like you know, it took me a while to get like Drake grew. I thought Drake was a self-conscious rapper because he always talked about himself. Mm. But that's the point. Like, you don't want to face the phone. Like, you're just talking about yourself. You're not trying to be this, that, and the third. I'm never be this, that, and the third. I just, I just speak about like what's around, what's uh, what's around my area, what's around me, and everything, everything I've experienced. Mm. So, and, and I, you know, when I talk, when I, when I like, you know, rap at the boots, you know, I speak about world issues. I speak about, you know, shit in hip hop. I'm just out with it. I don't give a fuck, you know. That's you the know, goose like, you said, right? The goose. Don Brusco, you know, I get a bit of vulnerability in the sense of like, hey, I feel you, man. I've been, I've been there before. You're getting the more like interpersonal version of like Dr. Quinn. Mm. Hell yeah! So you got Gooch, Don Briscoe. And then is there you said the third one or is the third one you doc like the, the alias Doctor Quinn? And that's Doctor Quinn. Hell yeah, man! What does Doctor Quinn represent, then, my friend? Doctor Quinn, like that's why I thought that uh, the Richard Pryor album was was a Doctor Quinn album. Oh. You know, like it was it was a great balance between like oh yeah. and interpersonal conscious rap. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like a balance of the two. Yeah. I'm like a middle ground. It's like two personalities can't do the fusion games and they can balance with one person out. That's cool as fuck. I like that. Thanks, man. It's interesting. Like, do you wake up <laughs> with like a certain vibe or just track or sound in mind as one artist? Or is it always like Quinn first? Or how, do, how does your creative process flow since you have kind of three titles you drop under? Not gonna lie, it's... Um... I do wake up thinking like, okay, it depends on my mood sometimes. Like, you know, like if um, like if I'm, but it's bad to say that is what I'm working on too. Like, it depends on my mood and what I'm working on. Like, if my mood and what I'm working on are in sync, like if I'm working like group shit mm. and I'm in a group mood, it's gonna happen quicker than than anything. Mm. But if I'm in a Don Briscoe mood, you know, and I'm just thinking about like personal shit, you know, like being, you know, it's kind of like, all right, let me. Let me let me chill myself out, you know. Kind of like what's been going on with the coronavirus. Like I've been taking time for myself to like actually give myself a really good mentally healthy. Like I've never been afraid of this. I'll I'll, I'll put that on record. I've never been afraid of this. Mm. I just understand the severity of what it is, but you know, it's not it's not like every day I wake up in fear, you know. But every day I wake up in the sense of like, you know, what's a new way of rapping this shit. So it's kind of mm. like. How do I attack the day more so every day? But um, when it comes to like when I start like recording and getting my process, it's like you know I go in when I'm sure, you know, because I never like to go in when I'm unsure because my because it's like it's no different when I was in athletics. Like if you go if you go into a competition unsure of yourself, you're gonna lose. Facts, you gotta believe. You gotta. But if you go into a competition or a sport or you know no matter what sport you're in. And you go in with confidence, whether or not you lose, you still feel good about yourself because you did the best you can do. That's it. That's when you know. That's that's what my you know. That's what my pops always said, and that's one of the biggest pieces of advice I try and carry with me. And I feel so blessed to have is that if you just are honest with yourself and try your fucking best, at the end of the day, like I my mind usually is at ease for the most part, unless it's like external shit or traumatic shit that's happened. You can't really control. At least like in self, you know. Hey, I'm trying my best, and I just gotta keep going. So you know, I, I respect that. Exactly. Uh, I respect that mindset, heavy man. And uh, I also exactly. want to. Like, I mean, I, I, I used to run track, like track is an individual sport versus 
being basketball and football. So like it's mental. You know, yeah, you may be on a track team, but when you're on that but when you're at the start line you're running against some of your teammates. Mm. And only one of y'all can go to only one of y'all can go to state, one of y'all can go to nationals, one of y'all can go to the Olympics, or technically two, but one of y'all can only get that gold medal, period. Mm. You know? So it's like, you know, I've always competed against people that were better than me. But if I knew I did my best, if I didn't do my best, I mean, I would rather be mad at myself because I know I could have done better. Mm. But it was someone that I automatically knew, it, like, I can't do shit about it. But if I do my, if I, not it, but when I do my best and just give it my all, without having to worry, you know, hit the ultra instinct and look. If I hit the ultra instinct and lose, I can't get mad. It's like, sure, hey, he's better than me. Mm. I feel that, yo. Like, I, I respect that mindset heavy. Um, I wanted to just shout out two, two other really awesome projects that you are a part of. Uh, to all the listeners here in Maine or just worldwide or Chicago, wherever you be at. Dr. Quinn not only drops into three titles. Is this Don Briscoe tape that's coming? Your first under the Don Briscoe moniker, by the way? Or is this, like, what, what tape is this? No, no, it's under Dr. Quinn. It's just the title of the album. Oh, dope. So it's called Don Briscoe. But it's called Dr. Quinn. I like that. Wait, so you also dropped the... Yeah, I'm under Dr. Quinn, but it's still... The album is called Donald Bristow. I like that. I'm giving y'all a presentation of that that, uh, persona. Heck yeah, heck yeah. I respect that. Because you kind of did that with the Gooch, too, right? Like, because the Gooch EP... Was that that dropped under Dr. Quinn, too? Yeah, under Dr. Quinn. Everything I've dropped is under my name, Dr. Quinn. You just get it... You like, like, if you listen to, like, anyone who listens to my raps or people who listen to my raps, go back through them and you hear me say, you know, Don Gooch or, you know, the Gooch or whatever, I mention, mention one of the monikers. Hell yeah. That's who I'm under at that moment. You know, that's, that's the mindset I mean. You know, like, if I'm saying, you know, Don Gooch or, or even, or even, if, even if I give you the, uh, the famous ad list. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like, I like that, yeah. But is, uh, so what what is this in the in the Don Briscoe saga then? Like which which what was the last Don Briscoe uh, like project you dropped under? Uh, I was honestly I would say black is gold, black is gold, and the track Greenbacks. I fucking love you know, Greenbacks. Like Greenbacks seems like a beach track because you know I'm, I'm I sound very very abrasive on it, but uh, Greenbacks was basically talking about some real shit. Like I can't get into liberty of a. Uh, the outro, I've said, I think I've said it before to you before, or, or to like other places and stuff, but I've said this before, like, I can't get the liberty to what the uh, backtracking is. You can only take your own wild guess, but I'll tell you this, it's real. Mm. It's real. Mm. But, um, I'm speaking about uh, Greenbacks, obviously, you know, slave for money, but it's supposed to mean, but the, but the song means, um, the acquisition of money. What does, what does it mean to actually gain that money? Whether you, which you're poor doing it legally or illegally. What does it actually mean? Mm. And then uh, black is gold is really introspective in the sense of understanding uh, black struggle and black excellence within eight minutes. And mm. I compact, I'm not densely compacted in the eight minutes in the sense of like, yo, like I'll say the only track that is Gooch S would be Lord Gluttony because the, outro. the title of the title of Gooch is God Gooch Lord Gluttony. Okay. You know, because it already came out with uh, a Lord Gooch. I got a song called God Gooch. Mm. And honestly, God Gooch was recorded before Lord Gluttony. And Lord Gluttony came out before that. And then before Lord Gluttony came out, it was Lord Gooch that came out. And I put it on YouTube. That's a fun kid, dude. Like, 
Get on YouTube, type in D R S G U Y N N X, and look up Will Gluttony. Then you'll see the you see the uh, the backwards transition of what's about to happen. Uh, hell yeah, hell yeah, Max. I fuck with, I mean, the tracks, uh, Greenbacks and or Gluttony are two ones that I fuck with a lot, just in your discogs. Uh, the same with the track Black, which opens up Black is Gold. Honestly, I remember when Black is Gold dropped, um, I think that's when we, like, had, oh, man, I'm glad you, man, thank you for real, because we've been talking for already, like, a minute, like, I think I already interviewed you for the first time prior to that project dropping, so, it might have been, like, a couple months, so I remember just, like, fucking with it, and I was like, yeah, this shit's dope, yo, and then, um, yeah, I'm just now pumped to hear Don Briscoe. I think that's a really, really exciting, uh, you know, piece of your discography. And I think, you know, a lot of people always are craving new music in a time when they have to be in inside. So it's definitely going to be something I'll be spinning. And before I uh, um, even kind of let you talk about that one more time, I just wanted to again shout out um, two projects I forgot to mention earlier, Bullies um, and The Citizen. Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you change it, you change it to bullies, right? Bullies is, is the official name of you, Azarius, and Demar. Yeah, because um, so yeah, um, put me on game and everything. So it was funny how this is how I'm gonna talk to you about how both of us came up, man. If that's okay, I'm, I'll try to keep it short. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no worries. We we get time. So yeah, um, so 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 bullies was originally called Doppelganger, which was hilarious because I so um the way this came about was um. Uh, again, you gotta, my, all my music tells a story. Like, if you get on SoundCloud, you from the, go from the Gooch all the way to Don Briscoe, it's all telling a story. Mm. So, there's a, so there's a track that's gonna be, that's gonna be uh, remastered and brought back on Don Briscoe. I ain't even admit this on, on, on live or whatever, man. Like, <laughs> that's in the preview. <laughs> and uh, it's called, you know, um, it's on the uh, Bright Lights and Low Fi. That's like one of your first so I ones. Get there as soon as you can before I'm, I, I, I decide to uh, take it down, but um, it's an EP, you know. I think you know. So um, what happened? Um, it was a, at the end of one of the tracks. Um, you hear me in Denmark freestyling, right? Yep. That was a birth of doppelganger, actually. And uh, the funny thing about that was is that um, uh, weeks before that freestyle was recorded, um. Azarius played me the beat to uh, Mori. That was the first track we ever done together. All right, all right. So then uh, I was like, yo, I was, so when I heard the beat to Mori, I was like, hey, yo, man, what, yeah, yo, who got that dude? Let me get that shit. <laughs> he was like, ha ha. Yeah, I thought the Denmark about that. Oh. And I mean, I'm joking around. I'm like, I'll fight his ass for that shit. <laughs> I'll be his ass for that shit. But I, I ain't serious. You know, I love, nah, Denmark's my brother, man. Yeah, like, yeah. If you know I wouldn't be where I'm at, so I love him for I ain't trying to be like justifying. I mean, that's really what I said. It was, I was being, I, I'm a goofy motherfucker, man. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, a week later, um, they're getting ready for a live beat show he was doing. And then Denmark was over. I, I didn't have to come over. I didn't know Denmark was going to be over there. So I was like, I pointed Denmark, yo, Denmark. Hey, man, we got to talk about the beat, man. I'm about to fight your ass. Fuck <laughs> And I'm like, wait, you don't know the beat I'm talking about? No, nah, what are you talking about, dog? And I said the name of the beat. I don't remember the name of the beat called, but uh, I was like, yeah, that beat. He was like, what, is it? what does it sound like? <laughs> I didn't even and know. So uh, Azalea played the beat. And then we him standing back. We were going to stand together around the same time that we start sitting down to ourselves and getting us gone. Oh, that beat? 
Hell yeah, man. And let me break it down for the people. Uh, the beat it was a little teaser. Yeah. Fuck I yeah. Say, Already? Yeah. Y'all didn't even do it. You didn't master at that point, I believe. Shit. Yeah. That's it. So, um, after that, like, uh, we decided to make the album. You know, we didn't want to have ads, but we wanted to master everything to be all a better package. And then we came up to the end of the Denmark, came up to the other, like, yeah, bro. I'm like, I thought it was the name Doppelganger because I'm like, I'm a fan of Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Fuck you. And one of my favorite buildings that gets no play was, uh, Doppelganger. Like, the, the Kavazi Spider-Man with, like, eight with, uh, with six arms. All right, all right. Yeah, we're ugly with this shit. We, we are called those doppelgangers. Doppelgangers, man. Well, yeah, because I just want to break it down for the people who don't know, because I got a lot of listeners in Maine, and uh, I just don't think people, and yeah, and maybe anywhere, yo, like, kind of see the, like how dope that you and Denmark are together, because like, you're a creative-ass motherfucker. You make beats, you do graphic design, you MC into three names, you know, and you only, I mean, you see you've been doing this really for five years, correct? Yeah. yeah, so you're still kind of at an early stage of all this, you know, you're still young and you're still in your craft and you're still getting your like 10,000 hours, so to speak. And then Denmark is another artist who's massively talented, who, um, I mean, his I spin his Sun Go Nova EP back, and that's just one of many amazing projects in his discography all the time. That Not was, really, man. man, I love that track, I love that album. The Holy Peace Fire, man, you're on that specifically, so shout out that too, actually, I, I forget that. And then, um... Uh, his name's fucking dope, because sh- shout out to OG Denmark Vesey. And then, uh, you know, the fact that you and him are, um, you know, rapping over Azarius beats is just fucking tremendous. And if you don't know, uh, please, I want y'all to peep uh, Bullies. It's uh, on Dr. Quinn's Bandcamp, I believe, correct? Oh, no, actually, it's on the fuck rap Bandcamp. Oh, hell yeah. That's oh, the, the... Yeah, I got you. So, F... F- F-X-C-K rap.bandcamp.com correct? Yeah, yeah it's on Fuck Rap uh, Bandcamp that's, and, uh, that's a good company on, actually on um, every uh, streaming platform too fuck yeah so stream that and buy that on bank on Bandcamp Fuck Rap is a good uh, is a good place to be posted on I mean just based on oh, yeah. the, all the people that are on it so I mean good looks to that to them hosting yeah, that yeah it's time for Fuck Rap man they did, they, did, they did their thing with that man like I'm happy that uh, we sold out all our albums <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Props to that. And then um, props to The Citizen, too. You and Little Kid. Uh, two, again, just two very talented producers and uh, MCs from Chicago. I mean, you know, I see you with your hidden Vic Spencer verse- verses. I don't even want to know what the fuck you guys been doing in, in, the, in the background cooking up because you guys are always uh, impressing oh, me with your shit. Oh, I'm, a, I'm telling you right now, we're already working on the third project. Oof, hell yeah, man. We're so, already working on the third, third and fourth project right now, like, so that's the funny thing about that's the thing about the citizen I want to get into. I'm glad you said it like that. So, and, um, me and Kid first, man, I met him at an open mic. And so, uh, my old baby, my old baby lady at the time, and then, um, you know, we're not together anymore, but, um
you know, I'm, I'm uh, laughing. During that time, I saw him with a uh, big ass tripod necklace made out of Lego. Ah, it had a chain, but it had a trot, but it was but it had leg, but the Legos were tripod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I know to her. I was like, hey, yo, watch, you gonna be raw as hell. Like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. Watch, I don't think anybody would show up like that. Without well, that was yeah. 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 And either one or two things, either he's showing out just to show out, or he gonna be raw as hell. <laughs> so no, if y'all check out Little King. Uh, a song For real? Yeah, we recorded all those tracks, except in the exception for five tracks, I believe. Yep. That's Pachinko, Germ, Pugiko, uh, Tamaki. No, four. Oh, no, no. What culture? One culture was very new, too. Word. So five tracks. Every track, got, every, but all, every track got outside of those five. I don't need to give out secrets or anything, but I mean, hey, y'all want some guilty shit. Here you go. You can only get it a lot, man, because I mean, baby, he's my dude. So, love to that, yo. Love to that, yo. But yeah, but yeah, for everybody who wants to know about that, you're like, yeah, like, like, outside of this five track, everything is all recorded at once. And I even know, we're just like, we just keep, we just keep together, which one fits the best. And the and that wasn't the iPhone, but that's more, you know, like, most artists, most artists, period, have always, like, you know, recorded, like, albums years before they drop. You know, mm-hmm. they, like, like, for instance, Black Tupac still has tracks in vocals out there that uh, hasn't even surfaced yet. Damn. And Jay Dillard. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, when it came to the Citizen, the odd part about it was, the first, the EP was produced primarily by me. The album was primarily produced by kids. Ooh, so different vibes. We never really realized it until, like, uh, we started, until we started piecing together the album. Oh, it was on accident? Yeah, on accident. We never even thought about it. We just said, that sounds good on that, that sounds good on that. That sounds good on this, that sounds good on that. Like, <laughs> That's wild, yo. So, yeah, we didn't even realize it. We are just sitting there like, all right, you sound good together. Damn. Well, I am actually a little impressed that you guys recorded two, and then you've been sitting on one for a minute, because that's hard to do, right? Yeah. And you get the urge to drop shit. We're not planning on uh, releasing anything citizen-related at the moment. Yeah, yeah, uh, I get that. Even, like, next year, then, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, trust us, you'll see it, you know, like... You know, this, this is not a cap. You know, we're, we're like we're for real about it. You know, no cap on that one. Like no cap. We for real, like this, you know why? Like we we're working on it right now. You know, like trust and believe. Anybody who's a citizen fan, we're working on it. You know, so don't worry about it. But uh, I will say this: I am working on uh, little kid, one of little kids' next albums. Actually, it's called, it's called the Asterisk. 
I can't give too much of detail about it, so I'll say, you know, talk to him. But, you know, all I can say on the production side is, is everything is like, I can say I'm, I feel like, you know, I'm curating his sound in a sense because it's all my production. Mm, mm. Well, I mean, just shout out to Citizen, man. Shout out you and Kids Chemistry. Um, I got to wrap up here. We got I got to close my podcast, or at least close our convo soon. Um, boys getting starved. I ain't eating all day. But before I depart, before you depart, uh, I just wanted to like, kind of hit a couple bullet points. Like First is just shout out, uh, you know, the fact that you're still creative and doing your thing. I, I just get inspired by it, you know. Not Half the time, even if I don't listen to the tracks. And with you, I definitely always bump the shit you send me over and always bump the shit you drop just because I'm a fan. But just seeing other people being creative is inspiring. And you're doing that to the T. Like I said, you got, you know, Dr. Quinn. And if you're looking for it on social media, it's Dr. X Quinn X, one word, right? And every, in, in on streaming. Yeah, D-R-X-Q-U-I-N-N-X. And I have a new Twitter account. And it's because, I don't know why I got deleted, but it's X-D-R-X-Q-U-I-N-N-X. So remember, D-R-X-Q-U-I-N-N-X on everything else. There you go. Twitter. You gotta put an X in front of in front of the doctor. Bet. Bet. Yeah, you'll find me. You got it. You you can just hit my Twitter too and probably see him and I exchange you. But anyway, I just wanted to shout out the fact that, you know, um you got solo shit, you always dropping dope projects and you self produce a lot of your stuff or work with dope producers and I always respect that. You're just doing shit. The theme of this podcast today was actually kind of about like, you know, supporting artists who are just being themselves. And being unique and, you know, just riding, not riding any wave, but the like the wave of themselves. Like straight up, they're on their own wave. And, uh, you know, then you correlate that same energy with bullies. Again, I think Denmark Vesey is, again, one of the most talented artists right now. Um, you know, oh, yeah, he, he really he's is. fucking like, tremendous. Everybody check out, check out my big brother Denmark, man. Like, Denmark so good. is, for real. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll even put this on record. If it wasn't for Denmark, man... I will not be where I'm at, man. You know, it's not even like coattail riding, you know, like. Respect. Brother Mohammed for real is my big bro. For real, like, check out his music. Like, de- like you know, support the man, you know, like. Denmark is, is the next wave. I, f- I fuck with that heavy, man. Especially that Buy My Drugs. Now, that Buy My Drugs album has been a mad inspiration for me. Yeah. He's he's just incredible, man. And then I mean, a shout out to Zarius too. I mean, another hugely talented artist. Um, one that we're not trying to gloss oh, over either. Yeah. Just you know, just to shout yeah, out everybody you're working with. Oh yeah, he's gonna be on his uh, future album to put out um, here uh, again this year. So after uh, Don Briscoe, there's gonna be another album. Ooh, two dropping this year. Yeah, I'm still gonna be, I'm still gonna have two dropping this year. So. Fuck yeah, you know, man. Hey, 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 got, got his name thing. May not be dropping this year, but I got another one. It's called Initial Q. Ooh. Initial Q. There we go. So Initial Q and Don Briscoe, the two Dr. Quinn tapes that are coming in 2020. Um, that's, that's that's exciting news here. That's some breaking news here on, on the on the Benny's Crib podcast. We appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I ain't trying to drop the cover yet, man. You know, I mean... I mean I'm really excited. I'm, I'm, you got me excited right now, man. Like, you, you broke me out of my comfort zone. I'm like, damn, we're really excited. Like, Let's get it, yo. At the Let's same get time, it. you know, like, hey, can't disappoint the people and all. Like, oh, I love you know, it. Some people believe both albums are wholesome. So I like them. They're taking mine off the coronavirus. Mm. And I'm going to have to say this as a message, you know. You know. Hmm. And, I, and, I, and I say this with no prejudice at all. Like
troops as soldiers and everything, but the soldiers right now are grocery workers, our medical workers, Facts. our delivery drivers, our postal workers, people that, are, that, that have essential jobs right now. That's and a I huge thing. Some of y'all may be protesting, you know, and I'm not mad at you about that, you know. If you want to protest, whether if you're a medical person protesting for more medical needs, or a person that just wants to go out, go back outside and go back and um, be and integrate themselves within the rest of the world, but mm -hmm. I say this: respect those people, please. Yeah, those, those are your troops right now. Facts. They're the ones putting themselves on the line to get sick. That's to die for you. That's facts, man. Because, it's because they're, they're supplying you your food, your needs, your delivery needs. You know, respect those people. You know, when you say support our troops, think of those people as well. But not remember, it's not a person with a gun. It's a person that can fight a battle that you cannot fight. Yeah, you right now supporting like warfare. And I'll tell you right now, physically no bullet can take out a germ unless you're microscopic. But there's no way for it to be microscopic like that. That's facts. So respect all those people for real. You know, I don't care if you're a Trump supporter or a or a Democratic supporter, or whatever. You know, I say this in the sense of like, this involves all of us. Yeah, we got to show love to those people, gotta, man. And we got to give respect to what it's due with those people. You know, thank them. You know, say hey, thank you for thank you for your service. Facts. Just say that to them. Facts. Because every cause every little bit goes, like the old saying goes, every little bit goes a long way. I fuck with that. I fuck with that energy, man. Yeah, I mean, just treat other way people the way you want to be treated, especially people. Who have to leave the house every day to stock grocery shelves that ain't getting a big paycheck. People who got to be in hospitals and getting infected and meeting people every day. Like, it's a lot of people who don't get the luxury of just playing video games and getting DoorDash and getting lit off edibles in the crib like most motherfuckers are doing right now. So I agree with that. Salute the essential workers and uh, salute, just salute everyone yeah, out there who's on the line. In, uh, in, uh, workers. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out the cannabis field you, too. I'm giving you drug, and it's I'm mean, yeah. <laughs> your indulgence, is what is your indulgence, but staying Medicaid. Those people, because if they're not there, you know, we worried about the economy right now, but they're still stimulating, and it's at the same time. Yeah, there is still some you economy. Know, taking it out of everywhere. Mm. Well, respect to that man. Respect to that. I fuck with that. It's just. Kind of, it's common sense, probably people like you and me, but there's not people out there who kind of understand the gravity of what people are doing. So I appreciate you again, uh, just saying that, man. I appreciate you being on the podcast today too. Um, I know you oh, know we probably got a lot of free time, I but still, what I think because, you know, we all gotta, you know, it's a human thing. We yes. all gotta appreciate each other at the end of the day. Yeah, man, that's the message, man. It's just about just. Put yourself in other people's shoes and don't be a fucking dick, you know? That's it. Like, just mind your business and don't be a dick. That's kind of... It doesn't seem that hard, does it? A lot of people just can't... <laughs> doesn't click with them. But it's all good. It's all love over here. Um, it's all good. It's all love at the end of the day. Everyone's entitled to their opinions. It's all about action. It's all about how we react and act. Mm, facts to that. Facts to that, man. Well, uh, yeah, just mad love. appreciate the insight and the, uh, you know, just the, uh, the stories... The the big pieces of news. We got some dope music coming down. I'm pumped to hear the Don Briscoe album. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go back and run back some citizens, some bullies, some old Dr. Quinn shit probably. Now tonight or tomorrow this weekend, maybe just to, you know, go back and peep some shit in anticipation. Uh and just thanks again, man. Anything you wanna say one time to the people? Yeah, hey. 
Um, I got a new team coming out with uh with Wayne Wardwell. So uh, people, so get ready for that. For get, so get ready for that uh thing coming out. I'll let y'all know the title on uh, Twitter. So stay tuned. Follow my Twitter at X B R X Q U I N N X. Remember, my old Twitter was the media. Had my original name, but it's again X X we at X B R X Q U I N N X. I got a new uh, single coming out for you soon. In the meantime, check out my old shit. Uh, just type in D-R-X-Q-U-I-N-N-S. That's how you spell Dr. Queen. You know, check it out on Spotify. I got a single out right now called uh, Goldie. Yeah. Check it out. You know, it's a really great single. So make sure you follow me on all platforms and everything. And make sure you guys stay tuned to Ryan D and follow Benny P. Because this man is giving out, is giving out, the, be- giving out the best of hip-hop uh yeah, uh, hip hop media, hip hop news, and everything, hip hop journalism. Thank and you, I man. I appreciate you. You're a great journalist right now. Thank you, man. It's mad love to that. It means a lot. Because I salute your shit too, so it just feels good to be in respectable company, man. Like mad love to that. Um, I hope you're staying safe. I hope that uh, you can get some sunshine. Hopefully, it was mad sunny over here in the East Coast today. I got to go for a walk like by the water and it cleared my head. So hopefully, man, you can you can be in the same vibes and uh, just thank, thanks again, my friend. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no thing, man. Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Hey, facts, bro. Facts, man. All right, well, be safe and uh, talk to you soon, my friend. You too, bro. Peace. All right, peace. Dope. All righty. Well, Dr. Quinn uh, and I talked for a good minute. That was tremendous, man. I was pumped. I don't really have a certain flow or structure to that conversation. I was hoping to touch upon a couple different stories and get a little arc of his career, but... uh. I mean, again, shout out that man. He, I really fuck with Dr. Quinn because I don't really know how he first linked up online. I got to say, even before perhaps I lived in Portland, that uh, gentleman was a supporter of Ryan Beat. We just fucked with maybe some similar artists on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. And he ended up seeing that I was a blog. Um, and maybe he sent me something or maybe I found his shit and reached out and said, yo, I'm a blog. Like, I'd love to hear the other stuff you have. Regardless of how it all transpired, uh, him and I have been in touch for probably a couple of years, and uh, just the arc of his career is incredible. I'm telling you, if you don't know who Denmark Vesey is, bro, like, Denmark Vesey is someone who's working with people like Earl Sweatshirt, you know? Denmark Vesey is someone who's working with people like Quelle Chris. This is someone who's a really talented uh, artist, and Dr. Quinn and him, Dr. Quinn and, him um, and another really talented producer, Azarius, have just dope synergy together when they work together, and it's so cool to me that, you know, to be so... Uh, not like necessarily necessarily tapped in, but just see you know something like this kind of from a different perspective. You know, I'm not just a fan. I'm almost like you know a fan, and like you know, I'm a fan in the media as well. So I kind of get to see things from a different lens now. And uh, Quinn's killing it, yo. And the Citizen is dope. Little little kid is the artist that he works with in the Citizen. It's L I L space K Y D D. Um, again, I'll shout it out because I'm not sure how great the quality of the phone call was because homie was calling from Chicago, but uh. It's pretty pretty long phone. Uh, wait, I was I was actually thinking of the phone lines that are underneath the ocean. I guess that would just be. Well, actually, is that satellite? Cause it's cell phone. Never mind. I'm tripping. This broadband got me wavy. But just pause for a second. Think about this giant waves of wi- or giant like miles of telephone wires and cables and shit like that underneath the ocean. That shit is crazy. Like go 
look at that. Like, not underneath the ocean, but on the ocean floor, I guess. Like, go Google that. It's a different kind of anxiety when you think about how deep it is. And then someone had to put it there. And I don't even want to think about it, yo. Anyway, back to the point. Dr. Quinn is, uh, you know, he was kind of using the phone. So just to break it down again, it's X Dr. Oh, shit. No, it's not. That's his Twitter name. His his most, so if you want his Twitter name, it's X Dr. X Quinn X. But if you want his, like, just artist name, look him up on Bandcamp. It's Dr. X Quinn X. So, Again, shout out Dr. Quinn. Thank you for calling, my friend. Um, it's a real one and a true supporter of the brand. Uh, nothing but love over here from us. Uh, thank you again for um, listening to that, everybody. And I think it's time to pull out my handy-dandy notebook here. Here we go. And just peep about what I'm excited for. Um, there's a lot about what I'm looking forward towards. There's a lot about life in general that's still exciting regardless of these current situations you can hear them on this piece of paper that i have in front of me first thing i mean tomorrow's my birthday i'm really pumped for my birthday i'm gonna safely try and link up with my parents you know from because they have like a little porch and i'm thinking that i can chill obviously in the yard and not be on the porch and do some kind of scenario like that and still see them i get to see my grandfather through this big window he has in his kitchen um i'll post up and call him and just talking to him through the window it's kind of weird but at the same time like it's a weird time and if it's weird times and you're doing something weird it's a double negative and it balances out boom there you go so shout out family i'm just pumped to see my family that's really half the reason why birthdays are so fun right you get reminded of all the fun people that are in your life if hopefully you know if you're lucky you know even if it's because i even feel lucky just to have five people in my life yo to have my parents my you know and and, and my family and a couple friends man i'm so fucking lucky um so just shout out that i'm pumped um, to see where the season of Westworld is going to keep going. I am pumped to hear this new Sal or Safari Al that's coming out. Uh, I think it's dropping late May. So I'm wicked pumped just to see how that's going to transpire. I'm excited to get into all this music that's dropping today. So much shit is dropping today um, and has already come out today. And I'm just flabbergasted. I'm really pumped to hear the new Code of the Friend album. Asher Roth, I think, dropped an album this week. Um, I should have said that. I think Starker is dropping an album soon. Same with Armand Hammer. So, again, there's a lot of dope shit coming out, and it's being announced. So just stay pumped about something, you know? Shit is a little fucked, but at the same time, I'm going to have macaroni and cheese and listen to dope music and call my friends. So that's all I can do. And I think uh, as long as we take care of ourselves... Like Quinn said, you know, just try your best. Uh, what was the other key? He had a good, he had a good one. He said, if you try your best, and you know, you, you know, deep down in your mind, you tried your best. That's a lot of solace. Hopefully, you can get it at the end of the day. So again, shout out him for uh, dropping some of that wisdom. Shout out y'all for listening to this uh, beautiful podcast, this is the Solo Podcast, episode four of Benny's Crib. Uh, not so solo though, because Dr. Quinn and I had a nice, dope chat. Again, peep his shit. Again, you know the sponsors, but we always got love for Fire on 4. We always got love for High Roller Lobster Company. Go cop their New Jersey's. And we always got love for Yardy Ting. So, again, shout out all these amazing uh, pieces of art that came out on Friday. Shout out you for listening. Shout out Life in general. Shout out Ryan Beat. Shout out Main Hip Hop. And shout out Perseverance. Um, again, mad love. Infinite energy to everybody who's listening in a positive manner. And, uh, you know, we'll see you all next time. Peace.